Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hey chill hi jolene welcome back to our podcast all right did we leave for a while or no i just uh that was the only thing i could think of to them not to us no, it was to you. Oh, it's to me. But to them, too. Got Welcome it. back, you guys, to the podcast. Guess what we have, Chell? Do we have any new kitties? Because I'm going to get rid of Tilly. If anyone would like to adopt <laughs> Tilly, she keeps scratching all of our... Oh, she just gave me mean Producer look. Tilly, we cannot get rid of the producer of our show. Plus, oh. when you adopt a pet, it's a forever home forever. Like, fur forever. Yeah, but she scratches the new furniture, and I don't like that. Oh, well, good thing our furniture is Ikea. Like, it's all replaceable. All right, well. But producer Tilly's not right. She is mean mugging you right now, producer Tilly she is. is. She knows you're talking shit, and she does not like it. She, I need to pet her to say sorry. Yeah, he's just kidding, Tilly. We would never get rid of you. How long? Have we, we've had Tilly for like 10 years. Yeah, almost. You just get rid of her over an Ikea chair? Eight years, yes. <laughs> that Ikea chair should last forever. She's coming back towards me. Tilly's okay. probably going to die. <laughs> he's just talking crap. Way to start our podcast with pet death. Okay, let's get into something a little more positive, you guys. All right. We do have two new reviews. Okay, read them. Um, I hope they're positive about me. They're bad. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> they're not. They're good. I got really excited over these reviews, and um, uh, yeah, I just, I've, I just really like them. So the first one is from Heather Rain. It was left on Tuesday, and the uh, subject is subliminal question mark question mark five stars. Thank you for the five stars. Heather Rain says I have a slight uh, Bravo addiction. My husband refuses to watch any of that. Clearly, this can be problematic from time to time. Not only do I love listening to your podcast because I have never have anyone to talk to about this stuff and yes i do talk to you while listening oh i love that keep talking to us uh but i think it could help my issue sometimes when he is sleeping i will listen without headphones because i thought maybe he would hear it and realize that he could still enjoy bravo even though he hates it clearly the hubs find some joy in it so hopefully it may be contagious it's not Chill. This is more of a forced oh, to do no. thing. Oh, no. Heather says, clearly, the hubs being you, find some joy in it. Well, you that's do. because if the wife says, you need to do this, you have to do it to an acceptable ability or else, you know, you, it starts I fights. I put you down. Yeah, exactly. Kyle, you want to put Tilly down, I'll put you down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one uh, is from Jay Rizzy Pie or Drizzy Pie. I don't know. It's a cool name either way. Binge listened, five stars. Said, uh, 
it was left Wednesday. It said, I just recently stumbled upon this podcast this past weekend and so glad I did. Jillian and Chell have a sweet chemistry and it's fun to hear each of their perspectives on all things housewives. My husband and I watch housewives together, so it's especially fun to hear Chell's point of view as they almost always align with my husband's. Ha, huh? Chell, you don't have to admit to loving the housewives just yet. Ha <laughs> But as someone who literally listened to all previous podcast episodes and caught up with current episodes too, let's just say you're pretty knowledgeable about the whole thing. Smiley face. And one more thing. I love Eileen's opinion too. She's a hoot and a half and she must be on future episodes. Great podcast, you too. Aren't these like, these are so, I mean, I love all of our reviews. I appreciate everyone who's left us a review. These are just so thoughtful and they warm my heart. What do you think, Chell? Uh, I think that they continue to put me in this hell that I call a podcast, <laughs> but I appreciate them. And thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, and don't worry. Eileen is coming to visit in November, The yeah, early November. Which I think will be in time for the reunion. I hope so, because yeah. she we, we FaceTimed her this weekend, you guys, and she said, I said, what do you want to do while you're here? Well, she wants to go see uh, the high school that is the front for 90210. And Buffy. So West Beverly and Buffy, but she doesn't watch Buffy. I watch Buffy. So my mom loves Naomi Tuano. So I'm going to take her to Torrance because that's where the high school is. You know what's weird? What? Is that the school that you love is also the school I that your know. mom loves. I, and we love each other. It's yeah. so cute. Uh, she wants to do that. And then she said, can we do more podcast episodes? So she wants your job, Joe. Wow. Well, she can take it. <laughs> no, we're going to have uh, mom to Bravo. I don't know. That's not a good Daughter one. To Bravo. I, I'll be the first to rate it. One star. <laughs> <laughs> Only because of the title. All right. So we just got done watching uh, Housewives of OC. Yes. This was episode 11, mm-hmm. which was called Eight and a Half Minutes to Success. I know. Eight, and now we know why it was called that. Yeah. And if you're introducing your husband to the housewives, because I know that that's a common theme inside the the podcast reviews. Yep. I just want to say, this is not a good episode to introduce the hubs to. No, I don't think There's so either. There's no random boob. There's no fighting. Really pervert, random boob. What? If you're introducing... You're just saying it because Tamara's always flashing the boobs. Hey, that's a good episode to introduce the husband to. Then the husband's like, I guess I'll watch. She's obviously showing her boobs, so something's going to happen. This one was not a good episode to introduce your husband to. So what do you... Is that okay if I can say that? Yeah, you, it's okay, Joe. You can right. say whatever you want. So we start with Vicky. I just love that it's not boobs. It's just like a random boob. It's yeah. very nice. And it could be a man boob. It could be man boob. It could be any boob. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. So we start with Vicky and Steve finishing off their Harley Davidson motorcycle commercial. Oh, gosh. And she gets on the back of the bike she and screams. she's screaming. Yeah. It's a lot of screaming. Do you think it's fake, though? Or do you it's think it's Vicky. Real? That's her character. She's playing up to that. She has always been a screamer. It sounds so weird to say. Uh, I'm sure she screams in more rooms in the house. Do you know what I mean, Joe? I mean, in the bedroom while doing it with Detective Steve. She's probably a screamer. I think she just, she overdoes everything. She puts on, she's almost like an actress. Wait. Yes. What? I don't get it. You look so confused. Yeah, I don't get it. Sometimes women, not me, overact in the bedroom and pretend. It might play up like, oh, and I could see her going, ah! Steve, ah, it feels so good in my lady area. Is that I what sound she like Shannon. Yeah, right you now. sound like Shannon. <laughs> I can't help it. She's my favorite. Oh, wow. You've done that before? No. That hurts my feelings. No. Now I'm going to be every time like, is this one of those times? <laughs> I'm going to go, oh, Detective Chell. Oh. oh, that's obviously not one of those times. <laughs> so then um, they go to a biker bar, and at the biker bar, uh, Shannon gets the ultimate biker food, which is. You mean a hamburger- Vicky? 
Vicky, mm-hmm. sorry, Vicky gets the ultimate biker food, which is a hamburger wrapped in lettuce. Yeah, she got cheeseburger, so she's clearly very keto friendly and yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah. She got the keto lunch. Yeah, she but did. she did say ketchup, so that's not keto. That's not keto? No. Well, Detective Steve got his hamburger with buns. Yeah. So he's a badass. Obviously they're not gonna make it. This is a buns with and buns without mm-hmm. family. So. And I love that they're on like this bike and they go to a biker bar and like Diet Coke water cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was totally not their area of, of visiting they no. just never been there before and it was like 13 miles from their house yeah and then you see the big biker guy that came in the door behind him it was like that is not he's not drinking a diet coke no. with a lettuce burger he came for beer and he's mm-hmm. like what he came the, for whiskey what the hell is bravo tv doing at my bar no but probably he probably was like say hi to andy code for me <laughs> Then he's all like, make more seasons of that Real Housewives of Dallas. Dallas. We still haven't watched Dallas. Which has never happened. Okay, cool. So Shannon starts packing for her trip, and she's going to take her oldest daughter, Sophie, with her. Yes. Uh, And Shannon is dividing her pills that she needs to eat for the whole trip. (laughs) Is she eating her pills? Well, that's what you do. You eat them. Yeah, well, you swallow them. You don't chew them. Uh, Well, unless you have gummies, I guess you eat those. She's always been a big vitamin person. She has? Yeah. She's very, uh, you know, she's very holistic. And for a long time, you know, they didn't have wireless internet in her old mansion. So. Because? Something with the, uh, the something. Wi-Fi race? Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Got it. So I just I'll risk it. Well, she says that her and Dave are different parenting styles. She is more on schedule, mm-hmm. and Dave is more laid back. David Brewer, yeah, yeah. he's uh, well, he's got to be now that he ruined the family. Now he's got to be cool dad. He's got to be cool dad. That's what, he'll probably try, but he's just he. I don't think he's as. I think he's wound up pretty tight too. Hmm. So, I mean, I just looking at him, it looks like at any moment he's going to snap. Like those well, crazy Shannon eyes. went into Sophie's room and was like, let me see the jacket you're wearing. Let me see all the outfits. Yeah. That was strange for a 16-year-old just because my mom was not like that at all. And at 16, I would have been like, are you kidding me? You don't know what you're talking about. But I guess she does have a mom who's on The Real Housewives. And then when you see Sophie later in the episode, she looks just like how Shannon would dress. <laughs> So that was interesting. So Shannon picks out the good daughter's outfit probably Mm -hmm. for the show. Yeah. You think so? She did say she's very like organized and Mm -hmm. needs to be. She's very hands on with that because even when she showed her the jacket, she was like, "Mm -mm." and you know, I guess it's if she pays for the clothes. I mean, I mean, the daughters get expensive clothes, but it seems like the the younger two, um, the 16 year old definitely dresses more like her mom, like more like a mature, you know, I think she was wearing like Chanel or something, you know, I mean, just like that were the the younger girls you see him wearing like converse and shorts and so yeah more like kids something that we forgot to talk about with vicky and steve is that vicky wants to talk to steve about gina uh and the divorce and how vicky doesn't feel like gina's putting enough work in and it feels like steve's like i'm just trying to enjoy him a burger and I don't want to talk yeah. about it. Steve got on his motorcycle. Now he's turned 60. He's having his little crisis, you know, got to ride my bike. It's like he's got a bucket list. Like, dude, you're only 60. Calm down, you know. And he's like, I don't want to talk about your friend's marriages, your friend daughter. That's what she is. Friend <laughs> daughter. It's her friend daughter because I think she's younger than her daughter, Brianna. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, Steve, don't, don't, talk to Steve, don't want to talk about that. But what do you think about Vicky thinking that? 
Gina's not taking it as serious as she should. I think Vicky is projecting too much. She needs to calm down, relax. Gina's going to do what, she, what Gina's going to do. You're not Gina's mom. This is the problem maybe with a friendship with such an age divide. Vicky is really projecting her own experiences and stuff onto her and really treating her like she's a little kid. And Gina knows what's best for Gina. As a friend, you can, you know, try to help and stuff, but she's made it very clear that she does not want these women to interject and say that she isn't taking it seriously or that she should stay married. They just met her. They don't know. I just, it, it bugs me. What do you think? I agree with you. What? But that she's just too involved? Yeah. Yeah. That's Vicky, though. Mm-hmm. But the friend-daughter is the best way to put it. I mean... They just think they know better than her because she's just younger. But that would be like if an 18-year-old was talking to you about being married for like three years. Like it's going to be different. Their marriage experience is going to be different than ours because we got married in our 30s. I can't imagine having a friend conversation with an 18-year-old. But the, that's how that is. I know. But know? that's what I'm saying. Like that's so odd. Yeah. So I think that you're right. So then we got to Gina and she has her parents and they're eating food and they actually came out to help out for I a little like bit. I like Gina's parents. I thought they were sweet. Yeah, you said that they remind you of your parents. A little bit. I mean, her mom was obviously like a lot more tame than my mom. My mom was like way funnier and sassy and stuff. But her mom could be too off camera. But she seemed more sweet and, you know. Um, well, they talk about how even in the divorce, they just want the kids to be comfortable, which mm-hmm. is really nice. That's Yeah, that's what reminded me of my parents, how... My parents, they're very much into taking care of their grandkids, making sure they're okay, uh, my brother's two kids. And so I thought it was really sweet that her dad st- is stepping up. Like, I think a good dad, I, I don't know if Gina's an only child, but the fact that they have the means, I shouldn't say a good dad, they have the means to do this, where he's like, you know, I have two more years of work and I retire, and then we can move and help you and be there for our grandkids, knowing that their daughter you know, at 33 is about to become a single mom and how important, and she has no family there. Yeah. And that's huge. That's going to be so tough. And these are things that Gina will figure out as we go. And as we saw previews for later in the season or the next episode, she is crying about because she doesn't, we see little inklings of this, not to jump ahead, but just real quick with like the insurance thing. When she talks to Vicky later in the episode and they talk about insurance, she goes, well, Matt will just keep me on. And Vicky's like, he can't. She's like, oh, so that's extra thousand dollars a month. And then we see in the next episode, she's crying over, I miss my in-laws. I'm not going to see my niece and nephew. Yeah. These are all things that come along with divorce. So of course she doesn't know what's ahead of her. And, and you can tell her till you're blue in the face, but she has to experience it herself. So do you think then Vicky's right? No, I don't. I think if your friend tells you, leave it alone, I'm going to do what I want. You have to leave it alone and let her do what she wants. You just have to. Mm-hmm. Because the more you keep on her, the more you just seem like her mom. Nobody wants that, you know? Yeah. I mean, her Gina's own mom isn't even like that. Yeah. So, mm-mm. Vicky, you don't know. Well, she talks about, Gina talks about with her parents how the other girls are forcing her to feel anxious about it rather than just listening to her and comforting her. Mm-hmm. And the, Gina would probably uh, be more likely to take their advice and to heart things if they actually did listen to her and she felt understood and and listened to because we find that in our relationship once you feel understood or you feel listened to you feel a lot better yeah you know so then we go to emily's house and emily talks to her mother-in-law about having a girl mm-hmm. yeah. she wants to take those embryos yeah and the mother-in-law's all like you should just stop taking the pill 
Yeah, you got mad about that. Yeah, because it's like who who promotes a lying part of your relationship with your significant other? Yeah, because she said that her husband didn't want kids at that time, and she just stopped taking the pill and threw them away. Yeah. I just don't think that that's a good way to be, you know, in a relationship where you just don't tell the other person, you know, what you really want. Yeah, and if the other person tells you they don't want something, you're like, mm, doesn't matter. Yeah, it just feels like maybe there would be a lot of resentment. But at the same time, when you look at the guy, he's just like, whatever. He feels like lost. He he looks like he's a soldier that's lost a battle. The grandpa? Yeah. I, was he in this episode? No, I'm talking about before. Oh, like, okay, she yeah. She runs the show, and he's mm-hmm. just like, he's just along for the ride. He's like, oh, I didn't even want your damn kids, but your mom threw the pill away, and she's got that good, good. <laughs> so I couldn't say no. Yeah. Well, we find out Emily lost the twins in pregnancy at four months. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, and I think that Shane doesn't want to have kids because he realizes the amount of trauma they had to deal with in order to go through that. Well, his mom said Emily almost died. So, yeah, I mean, she she had to give birth to twins at four months pregnant who then passed away and lost a ton of blood. Ah, oof. I don't know. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, so I understand why Shane doesn't want to have another kid. Before, I think it might have been like a little selfish, but now Mm -hmm. it's like, no, you almost died. Yeah, he's afraid he'll lose his wife and then also losing another child. I couldn't imagine. So we find out Tamara goes to Philly to see Shannon to support her in person. Yeah, so she's being supported by her best friend and her daughter. Yeah, and and she leaves her husband with heart trouble behind. Ciao. But he okayed it. Okay? Of course he okayed it. He's probably way more chill when he's just by himself. I know, no cameras or anything? Yes, he doesn't want them cameras when he's sick. I did like how they did the goodbye, though, where he's like, okay, we're going to set the scene up where you lay in bed, and she's going to say goodbye to you. And he's like, okay, <laughs> bye. That's, that's Eddie's constant attitude. That's his current always mood. He's like, okay, yeah. How do you feel about Shannon not wanting to kind of think about what she wants to do and she wants to be off the cuff? I like it. Bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think as long bad as she, idea. if she knows her product and she has talking points, fine. But I don't think she should be scripted. She's not a scripted person. But she didn't even have talking points when Tamara arrived. Well, it's probably smart, yeah, to have talking points. Yeah. Then she ended up having a card, which she dropped, bent down, and, and got picked it up. later. Oh, my gosh. That's bad? It looked weird. Oh, okay. Right? Didn't I you think? I don't know. If someone dropped something, wouldn't you want them to pick but it up? With, with only eight and a half minutes, if you're watching, you're like, what the hell is she doing? And then the other ladies, the host ladies just completely turned around. So she doesn't even know what Shannon did. I would say, I know Chell thought this episode was super, super boring. However. It was the worst episode. It picked up. I talked to you when I'd only watched half of it. And yeah. I was like, you're right. Like up until now, I'm bored to death with this episode. But once we, and then I thought, oh, I don't want to hear about Shannon's thing. You know, I just, oh, I want some good stuff. But I actually really enjoyed watching Shannon at the, at the shopping network. I didn't. I know you did. I thought it was dumb. <laughs> you guys, if you could see Chell, he is struggling to get through this episode. Well, it was the dumbest episode in the history of housewives. You know, it wasn't a great one, but it was very empowering for Shannon, and I actually got a little choked up. And That's I don't the know only if... way they saved the episode. Yeah. They probably looked at everything they had yeah. and like, let's just throw the QVC one in here because that's all we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When she went back into the room and they were like, we sold out of the shrimp. It's like, oh, that's so... Really? I was so it happy felt, for her. But it felt so like peddled. It felt like they were just going to say that anyway. But and why then, couldn't they... She's s- like, Yay. Why couldn't they say, uh, what do you mean peddled? 
it felt like it was just a line they knew they were going to say anyway. Oh, like it wasn't real? Yeah, it didn't feel real. I wonder, How do you sell out and shrimp? How do you make so little product that you sell out and shrimp in two minutes from when you leave the live audience to when you're... Oh, because this is... You don't know the power of home shopping, clearly. No, I don't. It's huge, Chell. Like huge you don't watch home the only home shopping you've ever seen is when south park parried it yeah <laughs> parodied it. it's a bunch of old people buying things for their kids but it's even more than that it's not just a bunch of old it's like people all over the place and people are constantly plugged in and buying stuff so i totally believe that she could have sold you out. believe that yes i don't believe it because i know people that do home shopping i just don't i just to me if you are a business that sells product the worst thing you can always do is have less of the product so in order to make it seem that something is Well, then they'll put you on like attractive. a weight. Exactly. That's what they'll do with home shopping and then they'll have her back. But I just don't think that they sold that. I think that they said that in order to be like, whoa, it's popular. And really oh. they have plenty of product. But if that was the case, I feel like they would have said she sold out of the salmon too because we never heard if they did. And then there it's was too a... predictable. You can't be too predictable. Then people will be like, that's Ugh, so dumb. But I wanted it because I was, here's my thought on it. I was so happy for Shannon because I feel like this is her true independence from fucking David Bedore, who we all know I can't stand. You want to win for Shannon. I want to win for Shannon. She's, I've been following her on Instagram and dude, she's 12 pounds right now today from her goal weight so go shannon awesome and getting her own business whether it's home shopping and i have my own opinion sometimes about some home shopping shit and it being evil but you know what she's a businesswoman she's doing her thing her daughter's there her other daughters are watching her friends are supporting her and david can suck it he can go to aspen with his new girlfriend and suck it like i was so what if it happy. was david who bought all the product you know what then fine that's fine whatever he's got to do you know it's still his money <laughs> Because he could suck it? He could suck it. Like, ser- I was so happy for Shannon. I want Shannon to have a life independent of him, maybe where she doesn't even have to take any money from him, and just he's just the father of her children, and that's the only relationship they have. And you think that that is possible with... Well, he'll always pay child support, but I mean alimony or but something. But I mean, like, do you think sure. it's possible for her to get to that level? Why not? Can she be well, a skinny girl? Why not? You know what? Why? Uh, I just I don't see her being know, as as good as Beth... Is Beth right? In New Bethany. York? <laughs> Bethany. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. It was I just... don't think she'll be as good as well, Bethany, Bethany in, is, in terms of business. She's, I mean, she's, she's business. business. Yeah. And she like brought herself up and she's business. She's business. Yeah. So it's a little different. But I think with the right team behind her, Shannon could be very successful. And uh, and Shannon has a good, you know what I'm learning with like trying to, to write for television like we are uh, and creating television shows of our own is when you try to sell them. They want to hear your backstory and they want to know why you're the person to make this product and to sell it and to write this show. And Shannon's got a great backstory and women can relate to that shit. I mean, I'm not even divorced, but I've been in a long-term relationship, gained weight, lost weight, been cheated on, and I relate to Shannon and that's why I like her. That's why you want her to succeed. I want her to win. And right now, I want all women to win. That's pretty much where I'm at. Even Vicky. Well, I think that she'll get in her own way in terms of success. Don't put that in the universe for my Shannon job. But I just think that's the type of person she is. She'll no. be like, let's she's make, learning a lot about herself. Let's make Viking hats. And you're just like, no, that's, that's not your <laughs> brand. What are you doing? You know, but she'll have a team behind her helping her. Okay. You know, but there will be like a release of Viking hats. And then you're just like, Ugh. you know what though? Those might actually sell. I'll buy one of her Viking hats before I'll buy those meals. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. 
Now we got her to make Viking hats. Yeah. Did you like when she grabbed her stomach on TV or is that Loved awkward? It. I think what sells for Shannon is how real she is. She's not Tamara. You know, Tamara's like, mm, let's bring. Good for you, Tamara, and your six pack. But you know what? I want to see a lady grab her belly and say, I'm struggling. I will buy your product because you're real. Real, recognize real. Like, I don't need to put on a face, like a facade. I love realness. Maybe it's a stand up comic in me, but I, that's why I like Shannon. It's because she's real. She's raw. And yeah, sometimes, you know, she can grab grind at you you know you can kind of be like oh shannon don't say that don't do that you know but for the most part she's one of the most real housewives in the franchise in my opinion she lets you see remember when she took her shirt off you know how many housewives would do that not many not many at all you know well i agree with you that Tamara doesn't feel as real as shannon shannon is the most real and i love that so when they're like act like this that jacket doesn't fit her they're so freaking critical it's like i thought the jacket looked just fine i thought everything looked fine i thought she did great the bending down was funny because it was like a little weird but that shannon the grabbing the belly was perfect because that fits her brand that fits her character she's a real woman going through some real shit your belly doesn't disappear in a day or a week or a month it takes time do you think she eats her own meals no (laughs) No, I don't. I mean, she's tried them. She's probably done a little bit, but she's rich. Come on. No. Mm -mm. Okay. I was just making sure. No. No. She's eating way more expensive (laughs) shit than that. (laughs) But other than that, she's totally real. What about the viewing party with the other girls? Kelly has that sticker wallpaper that we have. I loved it. I love how it is like the Beverly Hills Hilton. What is it? The Beverly Hilton? The Beverly... I forget. The, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Um, I thought it was great. I like her decor. I think it's great for her being single. I do hate how she always has to like hate on her place. And every time Vicky walks up the stairs, like, ugh. Like, she looks down upon it, but she has a place on the beach. I mean, for most Americans, we're like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Not a lot of people have that. Yeah. And in California, how expensive real estate is. And even if she's renting, how expensive rent would be. And especially in the OC. Oh, my God. I mean, what do you think? She's probably paying, I would say, for that apartment, what, probably six, seven grand a month? Wow. Don't you think? Probably 10. Because we I looked at I think Bravo's a- paying for it, though. No. Well, yeah, with her paycheck. No, I think that it's basically like an on-shoot location. No, Michael's super rich. I mean, she gets alimony. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, for sure. That's why Vicky always talks about in every season the housewives that don't have jobs and having to be de- dependent on these guys even after their divorce. And this is now what's going to happen to Gina. That's why it's important now that Shannon gets her own career and stuff. You start to I- I- have an identity of your own and your own money. It's important. You know, don't you think? Yeah, it is important. And mm-hmm. that's what Shannon's creating. Exactly. What about when Kelly took her kid to the audition? Ke- Kelly doesn't get theater at all. No, and she was laughing at, yeah. the, <laughs> at the exercises. And I was then like, the weird like eyes she was making, mm-hmm. like she was like, is this real? And like Jolie was just Kelly's like, like me in an improv class where we have to like do these like silly games and you're just so uncomfortable within yourself that you have to laugh. Yeah. So I understood it, but I think it was good that she stepped out. Yeah. Because these kids can't have adults laughing at them. No, they can't, especially in the same room. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. You have to wait till you're, you're out of the room to make fun of them. Exactly. That's what every good parent does. Yeah. So they have a viewing party, and all the girls come over, and Gina comes. Everyone's there, mm-hmm. and they watch, and they're actually excited for Shannon to be on QVC. I loved the support. I like that they're supporting each other. 
I thought it was great. Yes, there was no drama in mm-hmm. this episode at all. And that was okay. Um, yeah, because even Vicky and Gina met earlier, and Vicky apologized mm-hmm. for her part in the moral compass thing. And I like that Gina pointed out um, that Vicky constantly says, I would do it different if I could go back. I would make it work with Don. And she's like, well, I mean, you're very happy, I thought, how you are now. And also, how does that look to Detective Steve when you're saying that? So if I went came to you and I said, oh, man, I wish I would have made it work with so-and-so who I was with previously, you'd be offended. I'd be like, go ahead, go, walk out that door. Just turn around Round now because you're you not welcome anymore. anymore. Yeah, that's what I would say. Oh, yeah, right. You'd be crying. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah, well, you did take the car. I need that. <laughs> we only have one car. We only have one Honda Civic. <laughs> we can't split it. It's on, in my name. Ooh, I set myself up good. Yeah, you did. But I just think Detective Steve, he probably hears her. Like, well, who knows? Well, Detective Steve, he's probably like, oh, give a shit. Because uh, that's kind of his attitude. But... I would, it would hurt my feelings to hear that. And why she keeps saying that? Vicky, you cannot go back in time. And your mistakes, yeah, you can tell your friend, hey, I wish I could do it differently, I guess. But say that one time and then move on. They do a little prank call at the viewing party mm-hmm. in order to order some stuff where they say she's Vicky Gundelson, but they hang up on her. Well, why? Would, I think that's fake. Why did the first one hang up? Because all she said was, I would like to order two and I'm a good friend of Shannon's. That that's why it's fake. Yeah. It's fake. The next one with Kelly was fun because she said, I'm just doing an impression of Vicky. Vicky sounds like a, <laughs> like impressions of Vicky sound like really deep. Yeah, I know. And Kelly's like, I do sound like her. <laughs> I'm go- she's going through menopause. <laughs> I know. Which she's got to be careful with those menopause jokes because girl, you ain't far off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, come on. I know Kelly does these little jokes, but yeah, girl, you're not far away. Just like this episode. It was not cool. Kelly, <laughs> you just hated this episode. It was the worst episode ever. I know, but we got through it. Yeah. After I watched it in like five speed. Yeah, you have that speedy thing. Yeah. I actually watched it in normal speed. You just put the speedy thing on my computer. But I, once we got to the Shannon part, I really liked it. Did you like Shannon's outfit when she was at QVC or Home Shopping or whatever the heck it's called? Yeah, it was good. Baby blue with her yeah. white shirt. Why is Tamara going, oh, that jacket doesn't fit her? Sometimes I just think, Shannon, I, I think you should take a little break from Tamara. Yeah, she came out to support you, but the stuff Tamara says sometimes, the jab she makes, I don't know. Very rude. I think so, don't you? Yes. Her daughter's there. Why are we making... Maybe it's jealousy, though. You think? Yeah. Come on. Well, Tamara could get her own QVC stuff if she wanted. Yeah, but I think Tamara's like... She looks at Shannon like, you're getting $13,000 a month for nothing. And she's like... She keeps bringing up the fact that Shannon didn't know that water was utility bill. Yeah, okay. But that's your friend. I have a really good friend in Los Angeles. She comes from money, but I don't go, oh, yeah, blah, 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 doesn't know this. It's like, that's, who cares? That's that's her life. I don't know. It just seems a little, it does seem jealous. Something's going on. Like, it's a, she has a chip on her shoulder. She yeah. had to work, and Shannon didn't have to work. Well, what would you rate this episode? You know, not good. Uh, if it was just a, like a documentary, like a docuseries about Shannon and her HGTV, I'd say great. But overall, out of seven housewives, I think I'd give it a three. Wow. I was going to give it a one, but I like that you talked me into Shannon getting a win, which she mm-hmm. needed. Yeah. So a two out of seven. All right. I yeah. talked you up. What would you, if you had the choice between rewatching this episode <laughs> or reading a whole book, what would you do? 
I'd rewatch this episode. I'd read a whole book. <laughs> you love reading whole books. Okay, but it, the read a passage. In okay, the... if you could, what would you rather do? Would you rather rewatch this episode or watch the whole season of Big Brother Twenty with me that just aired? I'd rewatch this episode because that's an hour compared to like the twenty. This episode or a couple episodes of Buffy. Buffy's 40 minutes. Oh, they're both horrible. Buffy is not horrible. I don't like Buffy. How can I, be I to saw it for who a hates season. what I love so much. But I saw it for a season. But I just don't get it. You got to go into second. You got to get to third. Third you season's said, amazing. You said give it a chance. And I feel mm-hmm. like watching a season of something gives it a chance. No. I just didn't like it. It's not. You're breaking my heart, Chill. You're breaking my heart. It's like. I don't know. It's like. SUV, but fantasy. Well, SVU. we're going to be doing Married it's to... It's Law and Order, but fantasy Law and Order. We're going to be doing Married to Buffy soon, so... No way, get Jose. Ready. Get ready, I never Jose. promised that. Well, that's what marriage is. <laughs> bunch See, of you fun keep, surprises. you keep roping me into things, and then I'll just be sad while we go through it. It's okay. Sadness is a, an emotion everybody has. You're supposed to have all the emotions, right? Who would you pick? We haven't done this in a while. Best dressed for the episode. Gina. Why? She looked good. She liked the hats. She's always rocking hats. Yeah, she always, I think that's a, like a, I don't know, maybe our age is like flat brimmed hats mm-hmm. as like a accessory. I think, I feel like that's very like our age group. It looked a little Maui gym or what's that Maui something? I don't know. Um, I don't know Maui. What's Maui? Uh, it's a brand. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. But she, I think, I think Gina has good style. I think Kelly was the best dressed and I liked her hair in this. What did you think when Gina was talking to Vicky and they were, she was saying that Brianna had said all the kids, her generation's messed up because their parents got divorced. I think it just shows that you're allowed to get out of stuff and you, you're just chasing your happiness rather than being stick to one person and being unhappy for the rest of your life. But isn't it crazy how Vicky just says, kids nowadays, they're just jumping out of marriages. How many times has Vicky been married? How many different relationships has she been in? I mean, why is she putting that on this generation when because she did that? she's the closest to that generation where parents never left, even if they were unhappy. No, no, but she was talking about uh, Gina's generation being just jumping back and forth. But Tamara's been married multiple times, and all the older women than Gina have been married, now yeah, divorced. Yeah, and Vicky only because... It's like she has no self awareness. But she's only done that because the other person left her or has treated her horrible. No, she left Don. Don didn't treat her horrible. Oh wow. No. Why did she leave Don? I guess he didn't fill her love tank. That was the big thing for a long time. I think Vicky and Don had like a party relationship. I think they probably didn't get along towards the end. I think they both probably drank too much together. I think Brooks was a factor in it. And she wanted someone to give her a lady boner. And for some reason old rotten mouth gave her a lady boner. Um, it's bad breath. That's what turns her on. <laughs> She's got a fetish. <laughs> we'll end on bad breath. <laughs> Thanks, guys.